And a pleasant good afternoon to everybody all around the Mohawk Valley and the nation and the world listening to us here. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball live from Veterans Memorial Park in Little Falls as your Diamond Dogs take on the Albany Dutchman. Dutchman coming off a 5-2 win against Watertown last night. They'll be back on the road tomorrow night as they take on the Oneana Outlaws. Diamond Dogs coming off an off day yesterday. They'll play Albany today and play host to the Amsterdam Mohawks tomorrow. Taking a look at the defensive alignment for Albany. In the outfield will be Sunil Jennings from Dartmouth. Jaden Booker. From Siena will be in center. Nelson Meller will be from the Citadel will be in right. Around the horn for the Dutchman will be Brad Sawyer from Wesleyan at third base. Kane Barron from Ohio Dominican in at second base. Zaid Prosser from USC at first base. And the battery for the Dutchman, as I've done this backwards. It will be Joseph Kirby catching for TJ Stout. In the field for Mohawk Valley will be Zion Sanders in left. So no no big changes for Mohawk Valley from their last game against Watertown back on Tuesday. It'll be Zion Sanders in left, Harvey Rojas in center. And Raihan Garcia, Raihan Sanford, excuse me, in right. Enoch Betts will take over at third base, while Shahid Swan will take at second. And between them will be Alejandro Blankenship and Callie Gallagher at first base. And tonight's starting battery for Mohawk Valley, brought to you by the Tire Shop of Kanjahari. It'll be Callan Regan. Catching for Brandon Fan from the University of Virginia. Now let's take a look at the starting batting order for Albany. It'll be Meller, Booker, Prosser, Sawyer, Ridley, Kane Barron, Joseph Kirby, Ahmad Corbett, and shortstop. Bat for TJ Stout. Just about ready to get underway here in Mohawk Valley. Diamond Dogs looking to continue their three-game winning streak. In game four of their five-game season starting homestand. Looking to keep pace with Amsterdam, who yesterday beat Glens Falls by the score of 7-4. to four. So Glens Falls... Breaking their 21-inning scoreless streak. <coughs> Other scores from yesterday. Oneana losing to Socrates by the score of 3-2. Albany beating Watertown by the score of 5-2. Jamestown going into Dunfield and Elmira knocking off the Pioneers by the score of 5-3. Utica beats Newark by the score of 10 to 1 and Geneva beats Adirondack by the score of 4 to 1. So 
Well, some good games so far in the early going in the perfect game collegiate baseball league. And the first batter coming up to the plate for Albany will be Nelson Miller, tonight's starting right fielder from the Citadel. Citadel, a army, or excuse me, a military college from in South Carolina, for those that aren't in the know. Miller wearing number zero for Albany. Albany wearing their road grays with Albany plastered in white across their front of their jerseys. Mohawk Valley wearing their home, or excuse me, Yes, wearing their home blacks with green lettering and white pants. First pitch to Miller is a ball, and we are underway here at Veterans Memorial Park. Brendan Fan, tonight's starting pitcher, as we said, from the University of Virginia. Pitched, pitched the Cavaliers' only no-hitter of the season back in... April and throws a stellar 1.89 ERA and looking to be a high draft pick for some lucky Major League Baseball team out there. Next pitch to Miller is a swinging strike in the count 1-1. Next pitch to Miller is hit into the gap. So shortstop Alejandro Blankenship having a hard time getting the ball out of his glove. Throw to first is not in time. And they'll give an infield hit to Nelson Meller to start off this game. So the Dutchman looking to start quickly here in Mohawk Valley. There is a runner on first and nobody out. And that'll bring up Jaden Booker. Booker, a local product from Siena College. So, not far from his dorm room to the baseball field. Booker hitting, hitting 266 for the Saints this season. This is the first action he'll see. As well, making his debut for the Dutchman, so we congratulate him there. First pitch to Booker is fouled off, and the count quickly 0-1 to tonight's starting center fielder for Albany. On deck for the Dutchman will be Zaid Prosser from the University of Southern California. Sienna, not well known for their baseball team. The basketball team seems to get a little bit more attention down in Loudonville as the as Booker gets a ball in the count one and one. Matter of fact, Booker signed on to be a basketball player for the Saints. Unfortunately. Did not make the team, but was given another shot in baseball. A two-sport athlete, where he came from at South Glens Falls High School. 
as he swings and misses at strike two in the count one two. He's got a runner at first. Nobody out here in the top of the first. Albany already with a hit on the board. Next pitch to Booker is a ball in the dirt and the count two and two. Meller not taking a much of a lead off of first base. As Brandon Fan Jan. The 2-2 pitch to Jaden Booker is hit in the dirt. Over to second. Throw over to first will be in time. And there will be one out. So 4-3 to three if you're scoring at home. And that will bring up Zaid Prosser. Prosser a product of the University of Southern California. Batted 315 for the Trojans. En route to a super regional victory. Unfortunately, that's as far as they got. Is UC Santa Barbara. Pulling off a miracle two games, which they won both games by walk-off as Zaid Prosser takes a ball. Count one and oh. That's runner on second, one out here in top of the first. No score between the Albany Dutchman and the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs. The pitch from Brandon Fan is another ball in the count now two and oh to Prosser. On deck for the Dutchman will be Brad Sawyer, third baseman out of Wesleyan College. A 2-0 pitch to Prosser as Meller dances around on second is a swinging strike in the count now 2-1. Prosser looking at the second, giving a glare to Nelson Meller. Looked like he might have distracted the Albany first baseman. With his antics around the bag in the center of the field. 2-1 pitch to Prosser is fouled off in the count even now at two apiece. The 2-2 pitch to Zaid Prosser is hit down the third baseline. It looks like a third baseman Enoch Betts will just step on the plate. Go throw over to first. Is and there are two outs with Zaid Prosser on first. Prosser leading the Trojans in stolen bases as well with 33 of them. And that'll bring up Brad Sawyer. Sawyer tonight's starting third baseman for Albany out of Wesleyan College. Wesleyan College from Middletown, Connecticut. He comes from 
Providence, Rhode Island. So, a not much of a drive for him. 3,230 students as of fall 2019. And Sawyer batted 414 for the Cardinals. Not getting too many games. Yeah, Sawyer will take ball two. Or excuse me, ball one. Those of you not in the know, Wesleyan University, some distinguished alumni, including Hamilton creator Lynn Manuel Miranda, three road, 14 Rhodes Scholars, three Truman Scholars, three Guggenheim Fellows, seven MacArthur Fellows, and 156 Fulbright Scholars, and four Norbel Laureates, as Brad Sawyer takes ball two. Other distinctive alumni include... President Woodrow Wilson, as well as composers John Cage and Steve Lehman, as well as poet T.S. Eliot, as Sawyer will take called strike in the count two and one. Sawyer in some very good company there with fellow Cardinals. Also, as I'm looking at it, also, Michael Bay, film producer and director of the Transformers series of movies, the modern-day Transformers movies. As Sawyer will take ball three in the count now, three and one to Brad Sawyer. Prosser, a rock at first base, has not moved since he... <coughs> since he got to first base on a fielder's choice. 3-1 pitch is swung on and missed in the count now full to Brad Sawyer. Man on first. Two outs. Albany and Mohawk Valley tied at zero. Payoff swung on and missed and that will end the top of the first for Albany. No runs on one hit, no errors and one left on. We head to the bottom of the first. Diamond Dogs Coming up to bat, no score here at Veterans Memorial Park. Getting you ready now for the bottom of the first here at Mohawk Valley. It'll be Rojas, Blankenship, and Swan, the minimum 3-4 Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the first. Let's take a look at that Albany defensive lineup. It'll be Sunil Jennings, Jaden Booker, and Nelson Meller from left to right across the field. From left to right in the infield, it'll be Brad Sawyer, Ahmad Corbett, Kane Barron, and Zaid Prosser at first base. And tonight's starting battery for the Dutchman will be Joseph Kirby. Throwing to the or catching for the Rice product, TJ Stout from Rice University. Rice, of course, one of the eight members of the 2020 College World Series. They will face off against Vanderbilt later today. But to more local matters, Harvey Rojas now coming up to the plate. 
Rojas has started every game for Mohawk Valley in center field. Rojas from Davidson and is flanked by two Wisconsin players. Uh, you Normally, not today, though, as Kane Garcia tonight starting DH, while Rihon Sanford will take his place in right. Sanford from Mohawk Valley Community College. Rojas faces Stout for the first time. Stout winds and delivers, and that one is low, but swung at by Rojas for a strike in the count 0-1. Rojas looking good so far in the early going. Looking good in that leadoff position as he takes a ball. And the count, one and one. So some scores from around the league as we wait for the next pitch. And it's Glens Falls stopping their four-game lose. Who is now on a two-game losing streak of their own. By the score of 4-1, to one, the next pitch to Rojas is a strike. And the count, 1-2. and two. As we said, it'll be Rojas, Blankenship, and Swan. The minimum 3-4 Mohawk Valley here in the first. The 1-2 pitch is low in the dirt for ball 2. And the count now 2-2 two two to Harvey Rojas. Mohawk Valley will be in action tomorrow night as they take on the Amsterdam Mohawks. Mohawks making their only trip to Veterans Memorial Park tomorrow for their for one of the biggest rivals in the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League. As this one is swung on and missed, and that is strike three. So one out here in the bottom of the first for Alejandro Blankenship. Blankenship making some good plays in the field so far for Mohawk Valley. Out of Herkimer College, one of two generals in the starting lineup for Mohawk Valley. Callie Gallagher being the other. Quite a few homegrown players from around the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League. As a matter of fact, Four of them are in today's starting lineup as Blankenship takes ball one in the count one and out. Blankenship from Herkimer, Kelly Gallagher from Herkimer. Uh, Shahid Swan comes to us from Utica College. And Sanford comes to us from Mohawk Valley Community College as Blankenship will take ball two in the count now two and out. Against TJ Stout, the Rice Owl. Langenship digs in the plate. Stout working quickly, and the pitch is way inside. Almost hits Alejandro Blankenship as he does a limbo around the ball. Count now three and one to Blankenship. Nobody on. One out here in the bottom of the first. Diamond Dogs and 
Dutchman tied at zero. Blankenship looks at the next ball from Stout, and it is... Blankenship will take a walk here in the bottom of the first. And that will bring up Shahid Swan. Swan starting his last game on Tuesday against Oneana. That was his debut game. A little bit of rearrangement around the base paths is... He started at third base last night against Water or a couple nights ago against Watertown. As he takes ball one and the count of one and out. Swan, as we said, from Utica College. Batted a stellar two fifty six. No. A workman's two fifty six, we'll say, for the Pioneers this season. As he takes ball two. Counting out two and out to Swan. Stout goes into his stretch. And here's the 2-0 pitch. And this one is bounced down the third baseline. Third baseman fires it over to second in no, in no time at all. For the first out. And the second out is in time. And that. We'll end the Mohawk Valley first with a 5-4-3 double play. So we're through one here in Mohawk Valley. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on for the dogs in the bottom of the first. We head to the top of the second. Albany coming up to bat, leading, or excuse me, with no score. Ridley, Barron, and Kirby, the minimum 3-4 Albany here in the top of the first with no score here at Veterans Memorial Park. Sammy Ridley tonight's starting DH for the Dutchman. As Brandon Fan begins his second inning of work. Ridley out of Center College, out of Danville, Kentucky. And it looks like they have some pretty interesting traditions here. We'll talk about them as Ridley digs in. Some alumni include two vice presidents, one chief justice of the U.S., 50 members of Congress. As Ridley will take a strike, call strike, and the count 0 and 1. These people could include Justice John Marshall Harlan from 1850, John C. Breckenridge, vice president under James Buchanan. Also, Alvin Nugent McMillan, member of the College Football Hall of Fame and head coach at Indiana University. Former head coach, excuse me. As Ridley will take a ball in the count one and one. As I look at Center College's page here, 
It says the Center Colonels basketball team used to have a heated rivalry with the University of Kentucky, and this is surprising. They beat the Wildcats 87 to 17 in the year of 1910. So, yeah, I believe in 2020 terms that would be considered a major upset. As Ridley takes ball two, counting now two and one. So, some traditions around the college. They say kissing on the seal as Ridley takes strike one, or excuse me, strike two. Files that one off. It is said the two center students will marry at some point following graduation if at the stroke of midnight they kiss over the brass college seal embedded in the walkway in front of Old Center. An interesting little tradition there at Center College as Ridley fouls that one off and the count remains two and two. Also, another gigantic upset, well, a few gigantic upsets, as Ridley goes, steps out of the put box for a second. They defeated the Harvard Crimson by the score of six to nothing in 1921. Harvard, of course, being the one of the big football powers in the 20s. Riding a two-year undefeated streak at that point, and then they, and Center defeated the Crimson by the score of six to nothing. A count now full to Sammy Ridley. Fan now working quickly. Here's the pitch, and that one is swung on and missed, and that's the second strikeout for Brandon Fan. That will bring up Kane Barron. Barron having his perfect game collegiate baseball league debut last night against Waterdown. Scored the go-ahead RBI double. That's in the Dutchman's 5-2 win over the Watertown Rapids. Watertown, of course, with... Watertown, of course, bouncing back to beat Geneva by the score of 7-5 to this afternoon. Excuse me, 7-4. to So Barron having a good time in Albany so far. He looks to extend that good time here at Veterans Memorial Park. But first he takes a call and strike in the count 0-1. Baron from Ohio, Dominican, where he batted 313 for the Panthers this season. He is a junior there, so unfortunately he'll get one shot at the PGCBL and that's it. As NCAA requirements require or excuse me, league requirements require at least one more year of eligibility, which he doesn't have. Barron takes a ball in the count one and one to Barron. 
Baron is with set hitting 313 for the Panthers. Panthers making a little bit of a run in the Division II playoffs. Unfortunately, was unable to make the Division II World Series. That one is a strike in the count now. One and two to Kane Barron. Fan working quickly once again. Here is the pitch. A swing and a miss. And strike three. That's number three for Brandon Fan. And there are now two outs in the inning. That'll bring up Joseph Kirby. Kirby in the tradition of... He's from Azusa Pacific. There's always at least one Dutchman from there. Today, or this year, it's the starting catcher for Albany. As he takes a ball in the count, 1-0. To the starting catcher from Ohio Dominican. Next pitch to him is bounced in the dirt over to second base. She heats one, has a bean on it, fires over to first, and that will end the inning. No runs on, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on for Albany here in the top of the second. We head to the bottom of the second. Still no score between the Dogs and the Dutchman. It'll be Sanford, Regan, and Betts for the Dogs here in the bottom of the second. No score. Only one hit on board. That belongs to the Dutchman. But the power hitters coming up for Mohawk Valley here in the second. Sanford already three home runs to his name so far. And he's today's starting right fielder from Mohawk Valley Community College. Stout looking to keep the dogs hitless so far. Only one Mohawk Valley batter has made the base pass. That was Alejandro Blankenship who walked back in the first. The pitch to Raihan Sanford is hit in the air to center field. Center fielder looks to make a dive on it. Can't make the dive. That will be the extra bases for Sanford. Sanford wheeling around first. As the center fielder throws in, the throw is not in time. And there's a double for Raihan Sanford. That's also Mohawk Valley's first hit of the game. Brought to you by First Source Federal Credit Union. We're your first. So a nice double for Raihan Sanford as the center fielder Jane Booker not able to make a play on it. Sanford comes up a little bit limpy. I think he kind of banged his ankle on the plate, or excuse me, on the bag it looks like. Sanford doesn't from the early goings, I see that Sanford's not very patient here as he's not taking any balls, barely any balls or strikes since he came here to Mohawk Valley. 
establishing his dominance early. Sanford looks to have shaken off the play at second base. He now occupies said base for Callan Regan. Regan, a tonight's starting catcher for Mohawk Valley. Out of the University of Wisconsin, one of three Badgers in the field. The other two being Zion Sanders and King Garcia, tonight's starting designated hitter. We'll see in a few minutes. First pitch to Regan is a ball on the count 1-0 to Cal Regan. Regan in his last five games with the Badgers has hit a spectacular 4-15 en route to a Big Ten playoff appearance. Also in that time hit three home runs as well as five extra base hits. Next pitch to Regan is a swinging strike in the count one and one. Runner on second, nobody out. Diamond Dogs and Dutchman tied up at zero here in the second. Next pitch to Regan from TJ Stout is a strike as well. And the count one and two. Sanford seems to have shaked up, shaken off the ankle. Looks to be a, maybe a minor twist. He looks to be okay. As he takes a minuscule lead off of second base. This pitch is looked at. Umpire not making a quick call, but now he makes the call. It's strike three. And they're going to appeal over to first base and say that was a strike and that will end Regan's first trip to the plate today. I'll bring up Enoch back as manager Giacomo Parks looks to Shake up the lineup just a little bit more. Takes Edith Betts, puts him from second to third. Okay. And Swan will move over to second. Swan making some good plays a couple days ago at third base, as, as did Betts. Betts making a rolling dive for a ball. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count 0-1. Runner on second, two outs, Diamond Dogs and Dutchman tied at zero. Next pitch to Betts is flown up in the air to right field. Right fielder Nelson Meller will have a nice beat on it. The can of corn is caught for the second out. Sanford in danger of being stranded at second base. But here comes King Garcia to start things off. Hopefully start things off for Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the second. Garcia tied with Sanford atop the 
Mohawk Valley home run list with three. Hit two in a game a couple days ago against, I believe it was Adirondack. Where he hit two home runs. But Sanford leads everybody in RBIs after a six RBI showing a couple nights ago against... Excuse me, against Watertown. First pitch to him is a ball in the count, 1-0. 1-0 count to Kane Garcia. The runner on second is Ryan Sanford. Dogs looking to break this game open. The 1-0 pitch to Garcia is in the dirt for ball two in the count, now 2-0. As Stout being maybe a little bit too much attention to the Runner at second, that's Ryan Sanford. Oddly enough, Sanford not taking much of a lead off of second base. They'll throw the pickoff to second base. Sanford gets in just before the catch from Kane Barron. Now he's ready. The 2-0 pitch to Garcia in the dirt for ball three in the count of 3-0. So not much happening for Garcia here. The next throw is a called strike in the count 3-1 to Caden Garcia. Stout shakes off a couple signals. Gets one he likes, and there's the 3-1 pitch. It is outside, and that will be a ball for Caden Garcia. He'll take a walk over to first base. So runners on first and second for Callie Gallagher. Gallagher looking to... Get something going here in the bottom of the second with runners on first and second and two outs. The pitch to him. It's slapped foul. Just foul. Down the third baseline. Then count 0-1 to Callie Gallagher. So the dogs get their first hit of the game on the first pitch of the second inning. And a double by Ryan Sanford. It seemed to loop into center field. Center fielder Jaden Booker could not make a play on it. The 0-1 pitch to Callie Gallagher is swung on and missed. And the count now 0-2 to Callie Gallagher. Runners on first and second. Two outs. Diamond Dogs looking to start off the scoring here in the second. Next pitch to Gallagher is swung on and hit into left field. Left fielder Sneal Jennings, no problem with this one. And that will end the inning for Mohawk Valley. No runs on one hit, no errors, and two left on. We'll take a break for, you guessed it, an ice cold Pepsi. Diamond Dogs and Dutchman, no score. Eight nine one here is coming up for Albany here in the top of the third with no score. 
uh, as we said, it'll be Corbett, Jennings, and Meller, the minimum three for Albany here in the third. And straight up to the plate now is Ahmad Corbett. Tonight's starting shortstop for Albany, wearing number eight. And some of his stats, he's a sophomore at Coastal Carolina. And 300 for the Chanticleers this season. And however, on the other side of that coin, he also led the team in strikeouts with 52. First pitch to him from Brandon Fan is hit into the gap at second base. That'll be a hit for the Dutchman. Mod Corbett will motor into first for right fielder Ryan Sanford. Throws the ball in. So a quick leadoff hit for Albany to start things off in third and that'll bring up Sunil Jennings Jennings from Dartmouth University a lot of mean green come down here every summer and Jennings is one of them usually they settle in places like Mohawk Valley unfortunately this season not the case As Jennings will take a ball on the count one and oh. <coughs> Albany getting off to the hot start here in the third. Looking to break this scoreless tie here at Veterans Memorial Park. Jennings takes a strike in the count one and one to tonight's starting left fielder for Albany. Albany looking to extend their winning streak to two games after a win last night in Watertown. Mohawk Valley off the night before. As Jennings takes ball two in the count now two and out. Scores from around the perfect game collegiate baseball league is Newark. Gets off their three-game losing streak with a 5-3 win over the Jamestown Tarp Skunks. And it was Watertown getting off their losing ways after a two-game losing streak. Excuse me, three-game losing streak. They beat Geneva by the score of 7-4 as Jennings takes ball three. And catcher Callan Regan will go out to talk to his pitcher, Brandon Fant. A bit of a shaky start for the Cavaliers. Top of the third. Looking to get some. As the Dutchmen look to break this scoreless tie, they have a runner on first. And Jennings looking to join him on the base pass. Conference on the mound now over between Fant and Regan. Van goes into his stretch and delivers the 3-1 pitch. It's in the dirt. And Sunil Jennings will give the Dutchman runners on first and second. I bring Nelson Meller. 
Got the game started off for the Dutchman on the right foot with a single back in the first. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count 0-1 to tonight's starting right fielder for Albany. On deck for the Dutchman will be Jaden Booker. Booker grounded out to second base in his first at-bat. Next pitch is a ball in the count. Now 1-1. One one. Fans, you did hear me right earlier. As I said, the Jamestown Tarp Skunks, newest member of the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League. As the Jammers took a season off last season. And that came back reborn as the Tarp Skunks. As we've seen over the last couple of seasons, the Rocket Pandas, the Rumble Ponies. And now joining them will be the Tarp Skunks as Meller takes ball two. Got now two and one. Mohawk Valley will be back in action tomorrow night as they host the Amsterdam Mohawks and one of the bigger rivalries in the league. Meller will take this pitch into second base. Throw over to second is in time. The throw over to first is not in time. And score that one a fielder's choice for score that one a fielder's choice. Albany the runners still remain on first and second. Or actually, now there's runners on the corners for the Dutchman. Can take an early one to nothing lead as Booker comes up to the plate. Booker 0 for 1 of the night, as we said, grounded out to second base. And he'll take the first pitch for a strike. And the count 0 and 1. Mohawk Valley looking a little bit shaky here in the early going. Next pitch from Fam is a called strike as well on the count one or excuse me, oh and two. All of them working both excuse me, Fam working very quickly so far here in the early going. And here's the pitch to Booker. It's inside for ball one in the count now. One and two. So runners on the corners. One out for Albany. Looking to break this 0-0 tie here in the third. The pitch to Booker is in the dirt. Again in the count out two and two. 
So already three innings in and Fan looking a bit squirrely here. Trying to get things going. Here in the third. The pitch to Booker is swung on and bounced in the dirt to shortstop. Shortstop Alejandro Blankenship having a hard time with it. Throw over to second is in time. Throw over to first is not. So a fielder's choice. Will bring home the first run for Albany. As Blankenship seemed to get a little bit confused on the base path. Couldn't get throw at home. Ahmad Corbett just a little too speedy for him. And a RBI fielder's choice will give it. The Dutchman two outs, but more importantly, a run on the board, and the Dutchman lead one to nothing. That'll bring up Zaid Prosser. Prosser 0 for 1 on the day with a fielder's choice of his own. First pitch to him is bounced over to the Right-hand side, the second baseman Shahid Swan having no problem. Throw over to Gallagher is in time, and that will end the inning. Not before. One run on one hit, no errors, and nobody, or excuse me, one left on. We head to the bottom of the third. Diamond Dogs now trailing one to nothing. Nine one two hitters coming up from Mohawk Valley here in the third inning. It'll be Sanders, Rojas, and Blankenship, the minimum three for Mohawk Valley. In the third, they trail one to nothing on an RBI fielder's choice back in that previous inning by Jaden Booker. Booker making up for the missed dive on the Rihon Sanford double. Back in the second. So the play for Mohawk Valley from the University of Wisconsin. Hitting 303 for the Badgers. And in the early going, looking like a quiet contributor for Mohawk Valley as they'll take ball one. Count one and oh to Zion Sanders. So already for the Dutchman. <coughs> Looking to sacrifice base runners to advance other base runners. They already have three fielders choices here in this game. And it has contributed to the first run of the game. And they lead one to nothing. As Sanders takes ball two in the count now two and out. As we said, it'll be Sanders, Rojas, and Blankenship to get things going here in the third. Diamond Dogs looking to make something happen and either get back on even terms with the Dutchman or possibly even take this game back. 
as Sanders will slap one down the third base line. Third baseman has an easy grab on it, but Sanders no slowpoke. He'll throw her to first, and it is not in time. A good play by third baseman Brad Sawyer, but Sanders flashing the wheels on that one. That's an infield single for the left fielder from Wisconsin. And that'll bring up Harvey Rojas, no slouch himself. 0 for 1 on the night so far, though, with a strikeout. Looking to get something going here in the bottom of the third. Diamond Dogs trailing by the score of 1 to nothing. On deck for Mohawk Valley, Alejandro Blankenship looking to make up for that play where he couldn't get the ball out of his glove. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count, 0-1 to Harvey Rojas. Runner on first, nobody out. Diamond Dogs lead, Diamond Dogs trailing, excuse me, by the score of one to nothing, on an RBI fielder's choice, back in the third, back in the top of the third, by Jaden Booker. Next pitch to Rojas is a ball. And the count, 1-0. 1-1. First, that's Zion Sanders. Taking a slight lead off of second. And the pitch from Stout. And Sanders will go. The throw into second is not in time. They'll chalk up a stolen base for Zion Sanders as well. As Rojas swung and missed at that one. But that wild flailing allowed Sanders to get a little bit of a head start on the catcher, Joseph Kirby. And the dog's now in business with a runner in scoring position. And I'll bring out the catcher. As we said, Joseph Kirby talked to TJ Stout. One more score from around the perfect game, Collegiate Baseball League. Adirondack, after getting off to a hot start, they have been on a little bit of a slump after losing to Mohawk Valley. After winning a couple of nights ago, they beat Elmira by the score of 2 to nothing. Games tomorrow, Mohawk Valley will host Amsterdam. Saugerties will host Glens Falls. Albany will head over to Damaschke Field to face off against the Oneonta Outlaws. Elmira will host Jamestown at Dunfield, while Utica heads off to Watertown. And Adirondack will host Geneva. Conference on the mound now over. The stretch pitch to Harvey Rojas is bounced high in the air, hitting the dirt, it looks like. He'll, do, he'll try and get over to first as fast as he can. Catcher makes the play. Throw is in time. 
But the runner will advance to third. A two to three out, but the runner Zion Sanders will quickly advance to third and now bring up Alejandro Blankenship. See if he can break the dogs scoreless. Or excuse me, break the dogs deficit here. Don't want to know. Blankenship walked back in the first inning in the double play ball. Unfortunately, ended the first from Shahid Swan. But now he sits in with a runner on third. One out. Diamond Dogs trailing one to nothing. Looking to tie this game up with one swing of the bat. Next pitch is a called strike in the count one and one. To tonight's starting shortstop for Mohawk Valley. Stout now working a little bit quicker. Here's the 1-1 pitch. It's swung on and missed in the count 1-2. and two. On deck for Mohawk Valley will be Shahid Swan. Hit into an inning-ending double play back in the first. This pitch is swung on and looped into left center field. Both left fielder... Jennings and Booker looking to make a play on it, and neither will make the play as it's, they just can't get to it in time. Sanders will motor around third, will come home. No problem, but Blankenship will stay at first. That is an RBI single for Alejandro Blankenship, and the Dogs have tied this game up at one. So a nice RBI single for Blankenship gets the dogs on the board. First time this season they have not scored a run in the first two innings. Now bring up Shahid Swan. Swan, as we said, 0 for 1 on the night with a hit as he hit into the double play back in the first. Takes first pitch. The appeal play over to first as it looked like he might have gotten the bat back in time. The umpires say no. And the count 0-1 to Swan. Nobody on. One out. Bottom of the third. Diamond Dogs get the run, they, the run back they lost back in the top of the inning. Box score so far. Dogs... One run on three hits, no errors. Dutchman, one run on two hits and no errors. Next pitch to Swan is a ball in the dirt. And the count, one and one. Rebling an RBI single in the left center field to give the Diamond Dogs their first run of the game. Next pitch to Swan is hit high in the air to left field and deep as Jennings backs up a few steps but makes the catch for the second out. Runner Alejandro Blankenship will try to make a play on it and will.
taking advantage of the lazy throw back to the infield. Managed to see what was going on and motored into second base. As we said, this lineup has a lot of power and a lot of speed. And that will bring up Raihan Sanford. Sanford already with a double on the day. Could break things open with one swing of the bat here. Takes the first pitch for a ball on the count 1-0. Runner on second, two outs, Diamond Dogs and Dutchman back where we started in a tie this time at 1-1. Next pitch to Sanford is a ball on the count now 2-0. Sanford rarely getting this deep into the lineup. We'll see what happens as Sanford will foul this one off in the count two and one. As we said, runner on second, two outs. Diamond Dogs and Dutchman tied at one. On a beautiful night for baseball here in Little Falls. Next pitch to Sanford is another foul ball on the count. Two and two. Runner on second. That's Alejandro Blankenship. As this one is swung on and crushed. Crushed to left field, but it doesn't have the height again. That's what happened in Sanford's last outing, or excuse me, his first outing. Back on the 30th of May. And this one is going to bounce off the wall. It's going to be extra bases. It will score Blankenship. The Daniel T. Sanford will motor around second. He'll slide into third. And that will be a tr RBI triple for Raihan Sanford. An RBI triple gives the Diamond Dogs a 2-1 to one lead here in the bottom of the third. <clears throat> that will bring up Callan Regan, but not before a visit to the mound from Albany manager Alec Merritt. And I can already see a couple of Dutchmen heading down to the bullpen out in left to get some tosses in that would be number 19 Bailey Dunlop from Boston College as well as number 23 Ari Lee from Lafayette but I think Merritt's going to Keep him in there and see if he can finish off this inning. So Callan Regan struck out back in the second inning. He's got Enoch Betts behind him and he's got Raihan Sanford in front of him sitting at third base. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count 0-1. 
Dogs already tied up, caught up with the Dutchman about three batters ago. Three or four batters ago. And right now making the Dutchman pay for what just appears to be inconsistent pitching as Regan swings at strike two in the count 0-2. Running around third, that's Ryan Sanford. Two outs for the Dogs. Here in the bottom of the third, they lead 2-1 to one on the Albany Dutchman. The throw from Stout to Regan, and this one is popped up high in the air to the third base side. Brad Sawyer having no problems with it. And that will be the third out of the inning, but not before. Two runs on three hits, no errors, and one left on. We now by the score of two to one. Sawyer, Ridley, and Barron, the minimum three for the Dutchman here in the top of the fourth, unable to hold on to their one-nothing lead they had an inning ago after. An RBI triple by Ryan Sanford and an RBI single by Alejandro Blankenship gave the Dogs a 2-1 lead in the bottom half of the inning. And now the Dutchman looking to get back in the swing of things and try and catch the Dogs once again. It'll be Sawyer to start things off for Albany here in the top of the fourth. Sawyer struck out swinging back in the first. First pitch is a ball in the count 1-0 from Brandon Fan to Brad Sawyer. Of course, this game a rematch of the 2019 one-game playoff between the Dogs and the Dutchman. Always seems like every year the Mohawk Valley and Albany contingents getting together in the playoffs. This time, though, it was this time though it was the Dutchman getting the better of Mohawk Valley by the score of nine to five. Is that one is swung on in? Or excuse me. Yes, yeah, swung on missed by Brad Sawyer in the count one and one. As we said, Albany just looking to get back into the swing of things after a good inning by them back in the third. A couple of fielders' choices allowing the Dutchman to bring home the first run of the game. This one is hit in the air to deep right field by Brad Sawyer. Ryan Sanford making a run for it, but he will be disappointed as this one goes over the scoreboard, over the fence, and a home run for Brad Sawyer. So the Dutchman get right back to business three pitches in and knock one right over the fence. And the Wesleyan 
Cardinal will game is tied right back up again at two apiece. Curveball just didn't hang enough for Brandon Fan. And that spelled doom for that ball as that one got crushed. I'd be I'd be interested to hear how far that one went as that one went over the scoreboard in right field. Might have bounced off the cliff that occupies right field as well. We know a lot of baseballs have disappeared over that overhang that that overlooks Route 167 as you go into the city of Little Falls. But Sammy Ridley will now come to the plate. 0 for 1 in the night. One of three strikeout victims for Brandon Fan. Fan hasn't had a strikeout since, however. This takes the first pitch for a strike. And the count, 0 and 1. So we're right back to where we started once again. All tied up at two apiece. Fan now working a little bit more meticulously, trying to hit his spots. This one he hits for a swinging strike in the count. One and one. So what a way to start off the fourth inning for Albany as Brad Sawyer took the 1-1 one -one pitch and just if he had thrown it, he could have thrown it as far as he hit that ball. If he had fired it from a cannon, he probably wouldn't have been able to throw it as far as Ridley takes ball one in the count one and two fan not liking the spot on that one as it seemed to just paint the strike zone but unfortunately able to On deck for the Dutchman will be Kane Barron, also a strikeout victim back in the second inning. The pitch to Sammy Ridley is swung on and missed for strike three. That's his second strikeout of the game. And there's now one out here in the top of the fourth. I had to bring up Kane Barron. Looking to avoid becoming Fan's fifth strikeout victim. He was his last strikeout victim before Sammy Ridley striking out back in the second. First pitch is just close enough to the plate to be called the strike in the count. 0-1, oh Barron not liking that at all. Trying to stay in this game as there has been Alec Kidd Last time against 
when the dogs faced Watertown was thrown out for calling balls and strikes. A cautionary tale to the Dutchman here. Next pitch to Barron is just outside. Looked like the same pitch. Four ball one. And Barron just looking exasperated at this point. As he'll dig in for the 1-1 pitch. This one is swung on and missed. And the count now 1-2. and two. One two count to Kane Barron. Albany already having a run in this game on the home run by Brad Sawyer. The one two pitch is bounced over to Blankenship. Blankenship not having a hard time with it at all. The throw over to first, and that is out number two. So the score remains tied for Joseph Kirby. Tonight's starting catcher for the Dutchman. Grounded out into a grounded out to second base back in the second inning. Looking to get something going here for the Dutchman. Give them the lead right back. First pitch is in the dirt for ball one in the count one and out. On deck for the Dutchman, if we get that far, is Ahmad Corbett. The Dutchman's two runs so far. After coming home at an RBI fielder's choice by Jaden Booker. The 1-0 pitch is swung on and looped into left field. Left fielder has a hard angle on it. That's Zion Sanders, and he can't make... The play, it bounces right in front of him. And that is a stand-up single for Joseph Kirby. And the inning continues with two outs here in the fourth. I'll bring up Corbett. Corbett, one for one on the night with a single. Sits in with a runner on first, two outs. Here in a 2-2 tie in Little Falls. Next pitch to first pitch to Corbett is a ball in the count one and zero. One out count to Ahmad Corbett. The pitch is low for a ball in the count now two and zero. Duo count to Ahmad Corbett. Here's the pitch. A swing and a th bouncer over to Enoch Betts. Betts throw over to second. is over his head. It's over the shortstop Alejandro Blankenship's head. Swan managing to get the play in. It will be an error for Enoch Betts. And an infield, and an infield single, or excuse me, a fielder's choice for Ahmad Corbett and the Dutchman 
have runners on first and second and two outs for Sunil Jennings. Jennings, uh, no official at-bats as of yet, walked in the third to get everything going for the Dutchman in the third. And it was, and that brings out Giacomo Parks to talk to his pitcher. While we have a free moment, we'd like to thank a couple of our sponsors for this season. We'd like to thank the Big M in Dollsville, who supplies all of our concession, all of those good concessions you see in the stand when you come here to Veterans Memorial Park. And we also like to thank the Valley Cinema. The Valley Cinema in Little Falls providing great entertainment for the Mohawk Valley. If I recall correctly. A couple of good movies in the theaters right now. You can catch Mulan. As well as a good horror movie, Becky. Opens Friday. Well, tomorrow. If you're not coming down to the game against Amsterdam, you can go down to the Valley Cinema and see Becky. coming-of-age movie, excuse me, a horror movie about a group of convicts invading a lake house. So, looks like a good movie there. As the conversation on the mound between Giacomo Parks and his pitcher, Brandon Fan, looking to finish up here. And Sunil Jennings will come to the plate. Sits in with runners on first and second. Two outs. Diamond Dogs and Dutchman. Locked in a good battle here. They're all tied up at two. After, hopefully, three and a half innings of play. First pitch to Jennings is bounced over to first base. First baseman Kelly Gallagher not having much of a problem with it. And that will end the Albany fourth. One run on the home run. Two hits, one error, and two left on. We now head to the bottom of the fourth. Diamond Dogs and Dutchman tied at two. Betts Garcia Gallagher, the minimum three for the Dogs here in the bottom of the fourth. All tied up at two here in Little Falls. Some scores from around the league. Glens Falls beats Oneana by the score of four to one. Newark knocks off Jamestown, gets their first win of the season by the score of five. By the score of seven to four. And Elmira gets shut out by Adirondack by the score of two to nothing. Enoch Betts now coming up to the plate for Mohawk Valley. He's 0 for 1 in the night as he flew out to right. First pitch to him is fouled off and the count 0 and 1. 
Bats tonight starting third baseman for Mohawk Valley. Next pitch to him is also fouled off. Count now two and or excuse me, 0 and 2. On deck for the dogs will be Caden Garcia. No official at bats as of yet as he walked back in the second. Next pitch to him is swung on and hit deep to center field. Center fielder Booker will try and make a play on it. Can't make the play as it goes over his head off the wall. And Enoch Betts will fly in the second, looking to go around third, but thinks better of it. And a stand-up double for Enoch Betts to start things off in the bottom of the fifth, excuse me, top of the fourth for Mohawk Valley. Now bring up Keaton Garcia. Garcia looking to get things started for Mohawk Valley with a runner in scoring position. Nobody out. And the first pitch to him is fouled off as well. And the count 0-1 to Keaton Garcia. Tonight's starting DH for Mohawk Valley. All one count to Keaton Garcia. Here's the pitch from TJ Stout. This one is an appeal play over to first base. The first base umpire saying Garcia did not go. Got the bat back in time. And the count now even at one apiece again. Betts taking a slight lead off of second. We're going to go with the slightest flinch. Giacomo Park sitting on first, giving him a, excuse me, sitting on third, giving him a couple signals. The 1-1 one -one is, gets away from the catcher, Joseph Kirby, and that will put Enoch bets up 90 feet, but they're saying he swung. They're going to say it's a foul tip. No, they're not going to say it's a foul tip. Count is 2-1, and one, and Garcia ball. All got away from catcher Joseph Kirby just a little bit. And Garcia stays alive, and bets now the... Go ahead run on third base. So a seesaw battle here between the dogs and the Dutchman. One seems to think they've got the game evened up. The other comes back in a big way in the their half of the inning. The 2-1 pitch to Garcia is inside for ball three in the count now. 3-1 to Caden Garcia. Garcia, as we said, walked back in the second, looking to walk here conceivably. The pitch from Stout. Oh, it looked, oh, that looked bad. Looked to hit King Garcia in the ribs.
Garcia. And I don't. I wouldn't rub it if I was <laughs> Caden Garcia. And catcher Joseph Kirby looking to attend to him just a little bit. He'll shake it off and walk over to first base. So now runners on the corners for Callie Gallagher. Gallagher 0 for 1 on the night. Flew out back to left. <clears throat> back in the second. Runners on the corners. Nobody out. Dogs looking to get something going here. Tied at 2. First pitch to Gallagher is inside for a ball in the count. 1-0. So Stout throwing just a little bit inside so far. I'm sure he doesn't mean any harm by it. But there hasn't been a lot to crow about so far in this game. Except for the home run by Sawyer. Back in the last inning. As we said, runners on the corners. Nobody out. Gallagher takes the 1-0 pitch. High in the air. Deep deep on it. And that will be the first out. And the sacrifice fly works to perfection. As Enoch Betts will motor in from third. And the Dogs now lead once again. Three to two. Garcia thinking better of moving from first base. But that's okay as a run will come in. And that'll bring up Zion Sanders. Sanders already one for one in the night. He also scored a run on the RBI single by Alejandro Blankenship. First pitch to him is gets away. Once again, that's a wild pitch, and King Garcia will motor into second. So another runner in scoring position for the Diamond Dogs. Looking to extend this 3-2 lead. Next pitch to Sanders is a strike in the count one and one. Runner on second, that's Caden Garcia. Already a run scored here in the fourth. Only one out, Diamond Dogs leading by the score of three to two. Next pitch to Sanders is high in the air. Looping foul and that will Get into the grandstand and the count one and two. So a one two count to Zion Sanders. One two count. Here's the pitch. It hits Zion Sanders as well. So Sanders goes the way of Garcia, and there are runners on first and second with just one out, and that will bring out Alec Merritt to talk to his pitcher once again. 
Could this be the end, or will he let him try and get through the inning? If I were the Dutchman, I'd look for the double play ball right now from Harvey Rojas. Rojas 0 for 2 on the night as the powwow on the mound ends. Looking to break Mohawk. The first pitch to Rojas, a swing and a miss, strike one, count 0-1. Runners on first and second, two outs. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of 3-2. That third run coming on a sacrifice fly by Callie Gallagher to bring home Enoch Betts, just two batters ago. Next pitch is a strike as well on the count 0-2. Mohawk Valley locked in their, really their first big test of the season as it's their first Eastern Conference opponent and one that defeated them last season. But this is a new season. This is 2020. And they're looking to get things... Uh, on a roll in a big way. Dogs already 3-0 and on the young season. Looking to make it 4-0. and As the pitch to Harvey Rojas is swung on and missed. And there are now two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. Take a look at the standings in just a second as Blankenship comes up to the plate. Amsterdam 3-0 going into today, as well as Mohawk Valley. Oneon sitting at 2-1. Albany sitting at 2-2. Saugerty sitting at 1-1. While Glens Falls sat at 0-4. Start off yesterday. Utica winning their first game. They sit at 1-0. Elmira sits at 3-1. Jamestown 1-1, one one, Geneva 1-2, one Adirondack Watertown at 1-3, and, and Newark at 0-2. Start off yesterday. First pitch to Blankenship is bounced over to third base. Third baseman having no problems with it. And that will end the fourth for Mohawk Valley. Not before, one run on one hit, no errors, and two left on. We head to the top of the fifth. Diamond Dogs leading 3-2. It'll be Meller, Booker, and Prosser, the minimum 3-4 Albany here in the top of the fifth. It's 3-2 Mohawk Valley. The box score, Mohawk Valley, three runs on five hits, one error. Albany, two runs on four hits and no errors. And that will bring up Nelson Meller to the plate. Brandon Meller, one for two on the night, has hit into a fielder's choice and singled back in the first. First pitch to Meller is fouled off in the count 0-1. On deck for the Dutchman will be Jane Booker, who has had his fair share of exercise tonight as the Dogs have managed to hit a couple over his head. A little bit of a tough task since Mel Booker is about 6 feet 3 inches tall. Next pitch to Meller is a ball on the count one and one. 
Fan liking to work the corners here. And then tries to fool him with one right down Broadway. Hasn't fooled the Dutchman so far, but... Fan can always hope. As this next pitch is also fouled off. And count now 1-2, the starting right fielder for Albany. Two counts of Meller. Here's the pitch. Looked like he got the bat back in time. The appeal play over to the third base side. Says he went. And now. Manager Alec Merritt incensed. Walks over to the third base umpire. Base. Reads him the riot act. He is stomping his feet. He is mad. And it looks like the umpire's just about had enough. And that will do it for Alec Merritt. Alec Merritt being shown the door for Albany. Here in the top of the fifth. It looked like a close play. However. Might have just painted the outside corner. And Meller not able to get the bat back in time. And that resulted in Alec Merritt getting tossed. We'll bring it over two on the night. Grounded out to second and grounded into a fielder's choice back in the third. Nobody on. One out. Top of the fifth. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of three to two. First pitch from Fan is a ball. Count 1-0. The 1-0 pitch is fouled back by Jaden Booker in the count 1-1. One and one. count to Jaden Booker. Van working quickly. Here's the pitch. It's bounced down the third baseline. Shahid's, or excuse me, Enoch Betts makes the throw over to first in time. And there are now two outs in the fifth. That'll bring up Zaid Prosser. Prosser also has a fielder's choice to his name. Also grounded out to second back in the third. First pitch to him is a ball in the count 1-0. 1-0 count to Zaid Prosser. This one is also a ball. The count now 2-0 to the starting first baseman for Albany tonight. 
The 2-0 pitch is swung on in the dirt to third base. Enoch Betts having no problems with it once again. And that will be the third out of the fifth inning. So one, two, three, go the Dutchman in the fifth. We head to the bottom of the fifth. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of one to nothing. Or excuse me, three to two. It'll be Swan, Sanford, and Regan, the minimum three for the Diamond Dogs here in the bottom of the fifth as they try to extend their three to two lead. Shahid Swan coming up to the plate right now. 0 for 2 on the night. Flew out to left and grounded into a double play back in the first. First pitch to him is fouled off and the count 0 and 1. Oh one one count to Shahid Swan. The pitch flown into foul territory. First baseman Zaid Prosser looking to make a play on it and loses it in the sun and drops in front of him. That's a drop foul ball. That's an error for Prosser. And Shahid Swan stays alive. With an 0-2 count, look to lose it. As it kind of skied up there pretty high. Prosser looking like he got a beat on it and then only it dropped right in front of him. That will be scored an error. 0-2 count to Shahid Swan, the pitch. Flown high in the air to right field this time. Right fielder Nelson Meller having no problems with that one. And that will be the first out of the fifth for Mohawk Valley. And that will bring up Raihan Sanford. Sanford two for two on the night. Has a double back in the second. A single in the third. Or excuse me, a triple back in the third. Let's see what he does here. Sanford takes the first pitch foul. And the count, 0-1. one pitch to Ryan Sanford is outside for ball two. Ball one, excuse me. Count evens at one apiece. One-one count to Raihan Sanford. Here's the pitch. Low for a ball on the count now. Two and one. Two-one count to Raihan Sanford. Here's the pitch. It's bounced down the second base side. A little bit too far for second baseman Kane Barron. And that will be a single for Raihan Sanford. Sanford now one home run away from the cycle. That will bring up Callan Regan. Regan 0 for 2 on the night with a strikeout and a 
fly out to the third baseman. First pitch to him is a ball on the count 1-0. and oh. One out count to Callan Regan. The pitch is low for ball two, and the count now two and out. So quickly, TJ Stout finds himself in an 0 2 hole with a runner on first and one out. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of 3 2 here in the bottom of the fifth. The next pitch to Regan is. Slap down the third baseline. Third baseman throw over to second in time. Throw over to first also in time. Around the horn. Double play. And that will end the fifth. No runs on one hit. One error. Nobody left on. We head to the sixth. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of 3-2. to two. With both pitchers facing the minimum in the fifth, Brandon Fan now comes in to pitch to the top of the sixth. Diamond Dogs still leading by the score of three to two. Sawyer, Sammy Ridley, who's already struck out twice, and Kane Barron, who he struck out once. Right now, Fan sitting on five strikeouts. Another good inning, or another good outing by Diamond Dogs starting pitching. As the Dogs look to hold on to their 3-2 lead. Face off against Brad Sawyer, as we said, hit a home run back in the fourth inning to tie everything up. Diamond Dogs would answer back in the bottom half of the inning, getting a run Off a sacrifice fly by Callie Gallagher to give them back the lead. First pitch to Sawyer is a swinging strike in the count 0-1. 0-1 count to Brad Sawyer. The pitch is in the Dirt, but he swung at it, and the count quickly 0-2 to Brad Sawyer. Sawyer, as we said, 1-2 for two in the night. Homered in the fourth. Struck out back in the first. Next pitch to Fan from Fan. Falls off the table, and he swings at that one and misses. That's the... Sixth strikeout of the game. Second strikeout for Sawyer. And there's one out here in the sixth. That'll bring up Sammy Ridley. Ridley 0 for 2 on the night with a strike. Two strikeouts, excuse me. Looking to avoid a third here. And that's not the way to start. As he fouls that one off count 0-1. So if you missed it. Also, an ejection here as Albany manager Alec Merritt sent packing after arguing balls and strikes on an appeal play. And let me tell you something, he was furious as he, as he 
not only screamed at the third base umpire, and they stormed off the field like somebody had just taken his ball away. And Sammy Ridley fouls this one off as well. Count 0-2. And unfortunately, since then, things have not gone off. And now we're in danger of going 1-2-3 in the 6th. As this one is swung on and missed. And that's number 7 for Brandon Fan. He's looking great here in the late innings. That'll bring up Kane Barron. Barron 0 for 2 on the night. Looks to get something going as they are the only, t as Barron and Ridley, the only two Dutchmen to not get on base so far. First pitch is a ball on the count, 1-0. Next pitch to Kane Barron is a ball as well on the count now. 2-0 to Kane Barron. Two zero count to Kane Barron. The pitch is inside and count now 3-0. To the starting second baseman for Albany. Nobody on. Two outs. Top of the sixth. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of two, three to two. The 3-0 is popped high in the air to the third base line, third baseman Enoch Betts looks to have a beat on it, but it's dropped. It's dropped in the dirt. A dropped foul ball. And that will be an E5. Just as in the previous inning, first baseman Zaid Prosser had a problem looking at that one. But that will go down as an error. The second one for Mohawk Valley so far. Fan looking just the slays bit disgusted as he kicks off some dirt from the mound. And the 3-1 pitch is hit to third base once again. This time Prosser has a good beat on it. The throw over to first is in time. And that will end the sixth. For Albany, another 1-2-3 inning for Br Nobody left on. We head to the bottom of the sixth. Diamond Dogs leading 3-2. Enoch Betts, Caden Garcia, and Kelly Gallagher, the minimum three for Mohawk Valley here in the sixth. Diamond Dogs looking to extend their 3-2 lead. Box score so far, Diamond Dogs three runs on six hits, two errors. Last error coming in the previous inning as Enoch Betts having a hard time catching that foul ball. 
Albany two runs on four hits and an error. Enoch Betts now coming up to the plate. Oh, one for two on the night with a double. Scored on a Callie Gallagher sacrifice fly. It looks to be the go-ahead run so far. First pitch to Betts is a called strike in the count 0-1. A one count to Enoch Betts. The pitch is low in the dirt for ball two. Count one and one as TJ Stout comes in for his sixth inning of work. Right now, even with Brandon Fan on everything but the scoreboard. The one one pitch is ripped down the third baseline. This is going to be a fair ball. So a single for Enoch Betts to start things off for Mohawk Valley in the bottom of the sixth. And the Dogs back in business once again as King Garcia comes up to the plate. Garcia still has yet to get an official at-bat so far. He walked back in the second, was hit by pitch in the fourth. Since then, with a runner on first, nobody out. Diamond Dogs looking to extend their 3-2 lead. First pitch to him is a ball on the count 1-0. One 1-0 count to Keaton Garcia. Here's the pitch, and this one is lashed down the third base lane as well. This one going to be called foul, however. Just missed the... Look to be right on the line, if not on unfair territory. However, that ball is a very squirrely thing, and it just managed to get fouled. So Garcia was already... King Garcia had hit the ball, or excuse me, by the time they called it foul. So he has a little bit further ways to go, as he has to go back to first. That's flashing the wheels here for Mohawk Valley. Garcia now sits in with a 1-1 count. As we said, runner on first, that's Enoch Betts. The pitch to him is swung on and hit down the third baseline. That'll be a single. Enoch Betts will try and get around third. The throw to third is in time. A nice play there by Sunil Jennings to gun down Enoch Betts at third base. And Enoch knew it the second he started sliding, I believe. But now a still a runner on first, but now there's one out for Callie Gallagher. Gallagher officially 0 for 1 on the night with a sacrifice fly. Right now, he has the go-ahead RBI for Mohawk Valley. Gallagher steps in. First pitch is a ball. Count 1-0. Runner on first. That is Caden Garcia. Manages to get on base without... Manages to... I've gotten on base all three times without one swing of the bat. 
Next pitch to Gallagher is ripped foul down the first baseline. Count now one and one. One one count to Callie Gallagher. The pitch is also fouled back into the backstop. The count now one and two. So one two count to Callie Gallagher. Here is the pitch. Swung on and missed, and there are now two outs for Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the sixth. And that will bring up the speedy Zion Sanders. Uh, Sanders has also been hit by a pitch tonight. Got around the bases very quick. Stolen base in the process. First pitch to Sanders, and just as I say that, Garcia takes off. Takes off for second. The throw is not in time. And the Dogs have another runner in scoring position. And a 1-0 count to Zion Sanders. Sanders tapping some dirt off the plate. Looking to get something going here in the bottom of the sixth. He has a runner on second. That's Caden Garcia. And that one is low for a ball. Count now 2-0 to Zion Sanders. The 2-0 count to Sanders. This one is ripped down the third baseline and foul. Count 2-1 to Zion Sanders. Sits in with a runner on second. Two outs. One swing of the bat could bring home Caden Garcia. The pitch, and this one is hit deep to center field. Center fielder Jaden Booker on the run once again. And this one's going to go off the wall. At least a double for Zion Sanders. And that will bring home Caden Garcia. As I said, an RBI double. And the Dogs now lead 4-2 for Harvey Rojas. Rojas 0 for 3 on the night. He has two strikeouts. And Mohawk Valley getting another run on the RBI double by Zion Sanders. And the bottom of the lineup looking very strong for Mohawk Valley. Rojas, as we said, 0 for 3 on the night. Takes the first pitch for a ball. Runner on second. And two outs for the Dogs. Now up 4 to 2. This pitch is flown to center field. Gene Booker now having an easier time of it. And that will end the sixth. One run on three hits. No errors and one left on. We head to the top of the seventh. Diamond Dogs leading four to two. <coughs> Brandon Fan coming on for his seventh inning of work. 
And this one is a little bit bigger. As this one might be his last inning of work as a couple of Mohawk Valley pitchers head over to the bullpen. That'll be Kunal Delgado from Wisconsin and Tariq Mohammed from Williams College. First pitch to Joseph Kirby is a called strike in the count 0-1. I think the message from Giacomo Parks is you're doing good so far, but if you get in trouble, you got somebody behind you who has your back. Truly the Diamond Dog philosophy at work there. Olwan count to Joseph Kirby. One for two on the night with a single back in the fourth. Pitch to him is swung on and missed. Count 0-2. So Fan somehow finding his stride in the late innings. Had a perfect fifth, a perfect sixth. And now swung on and missed. Strike three and the start of the perfect seventh may be not be too far away. That'll bring up Ahmad Corbett. Corbett one for two on the night. Hit into a fielder's choice back in the fourth. And singled back in the third. First pitch to him is a ball on the count one and out. Dogs are going to extend their season opening streak to four games. As this is game four of a five-game homestand. As I said, Diamond Dogs will be back in action tomorrow night as they take on the Amsterdam Mohawks and off to Adirondack for a game with the trail. But there's an early morning matinee there as Corbett takes ball too. Two balls, no strikes to Ahmad Corbett. Nobody on, one out here in the top of the seventh. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of 4-2. The pitch to Corbett, and it looks like it hit him. Looks like it hit him right in the thigh or the knee, it looked like. But either way, he has been hit by a pitch, so he'll move to first. And that will bring up Sunil Jennings. Jennings on the night, 0 for 1, grounded out to first base back in the fourth and walked back in the third. He takes all in the count. As we said, activity in the Mohawk Valley bullpen. As we said, Kunal, Kunal Delgado from Wisconsin and Tariq Mohammed from Williams College in right field going at it. Next pitch to Jennings is in the dirt over to second base. Second baseman throws over to the shortstop. Throw over to first is in time. A 4-6-3 double play will end the seventh inning for Mohawk Valley. Or excuse me, the seventh inning for Albany. No rounds on, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. We're it's time to stretch here in Little Falls. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of 4-2. to Take it away, Harry.
And that was our good friend Harry Carey, who we know loved his baseball, loved his Cubs. And now the bottom of the seventh coming up for Mohawk Valley. It'll be Blankenship, Swan, and Stanford for Mohawk Valley. And a new pitcher on the mound for Albany. TJ Stout's day now over. It will be number 23, Ari Lee from Lafayette. Lee on the year for the Leopards. Arm did it with the bat as well. Grabbing a 2.22 ERA while also grabbing a 309 batting average at the plate. Right now coming on to pitch for the Dutchman. He'll face off against the meat of the order. As we said, Blankenship, Swan, and Sanford. As Lee takes his final warm-up pitches, Blankenship will come up to the plate. One for two on the night. He has a walk, an RBI single. And grounded out to first back in the fourth. First pitch to him is a strike in the count. Owen one to tonight's starting shortstop for Mohawk Valley. Nobody on. No outs. Bottom of the seventh. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of four to two. Four runs on nine hits, two errors for the dogs. And two runs on four hits, one error for the Albany Dutchman. Next pitch to Blankenship is fouled off in the count. 0-2 to Blankenship. Bottom of the order looking very good for Mohawk Valley this in the last few innings. They are a combined 8 for 12. And getting on base is they've had three walks, two hit, or excuse me, one walk, two hit by pitches, two doubles, and three singles. And two RBIs to this point. Next pitch to Blankenship is fouled off. The count now remains 0-2 to Blankenship. Blankenship knocking some dirt off his cleats. Trying to get something going with an 0-2 count. The next pitch is in the dirt. Gets all the way to the backstop. No problems there. For catcher Joseph Kirby, the count of 1-2. and two. To Blankenship. Blankenship looking to get a runner on base. Hopefully for Raihan Sanford to complete his cycle and get the home run. The pit. That won't happen here. As shortstop Ahmad Corbett will make the easy throw over to first. 
That'll bring up Shahid Swan. Swan 0 for 3 on the night. One of only three, four Diamond Dogs not to make it to any base. First pitch to Swan is... Looks like it hit him. It hit him right in the meaty part of the bicep there. And he will head over to first base. One pitch, one... Unfortunately, unable to control that ball. That's the third hit batsman by an Albany pitcher today. And speaking of Albany pitchers, let's take a look at the line four. The Albany pitcher, TJ Stout. Well, they take a look at Shahid Swan. Stout, 16 pitched, faced 28 batters, one above the minimum. Four runs, all of them earned, nine hits, three doubles, a triple, and two walks, two hit batsmen, and a wild pitch. Got four strikeouts as well. And that's the line on TJ Stout. Brought to you by Fusillo Autoplex in Nelson, where you always get the hugest deals. That'll bring up Raihan Sanford, a home run shy of the cycle. As you can hear the tension palpable here at Veterans Memorial Park. He hits a home run here, and that's the cycle. Second one in two years for Mohawk Valley. First pitch to him is a ball on the count, 1-0. Lee looking to get him low. He either could hit one big off the low ball or he could hit one or just miss it. The 1-0 pitch is missed low for strike one in the count. One and one. As we said... Home run here, and that could be a cycle. It could also break this game wide open. The one hit the old center fielder looking back at the track. The wall. That's it. The cycle for Raihan Sanford. So after a six RBI game on Tuesday, he comes right back to work. Gets the cycle. That's another one for Mohawk Valley. He'll bring home Shahid Swan, and the Dogs now lead 6-2 on a booming home run by Raihan Sanford. That's his fourth of the season, and the Dogs now lead 6-2. What a day for Raihan Sanford. Four for four, hits for the cycle, and that... And Ari Lee could be done. As a matter of fact, he is gesturing over to interim manager, I guess you might say, Ari McDaniel. Say, I think there's something wrong with me. 
and that will bring up another Albany pitcher after just three batters faced. That'll be number 19, Bailey Dunlop. Dunlop out of Boston College. And they're taking a look at Ari Lee, and I think that may be his. Looks like either his arm or his shoulder. Well, we hope that Ari Lee is okay. Unfortunately, it looks like he's in a little bit of pain. His, That ball didn't look to have the break he wanted. And that will end his day. Only getting the one out, hit another one, hit Shahid Swan. And then Sanford sent him deep. Now I'll bring up Callan Regan. As Dunlop finishes up his warm up pitches. Regan 0 for 3 on the night with a strikeout. And the first pitch to him is low in the dirt for a ball. Mohawk Valley now leading by the score of 6 to 4. Nobody on after the home run by Raihan Sanford. There is one out in the inning as this one is fouled off in the count 1 and 1. 6-2 Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the 7th. After a big home run by Raihan Sanford that finishes off the cycle. Second cycle for the Diamond Dogs in two years. And uh, Regan fouls this one off in the count 0-2. Oh or excuse me, 1-2. One-two count to Callum Regan. This one swung on and missed. Four out number two. So 0-4 day for Regan. Now bring up Enoch Betts. Two for three working on a cycle of his own is Enoch Betts. Face off against Bailey Dunlop for the first time. And Dunlop pours in a strike in the count 0-1 to Enoch Betts. That's looking at an 0-1 count. Here's the pitch to Dun from Dunlop. It gets away from the catcher for just a second. And the count now 1-1 one one to Enoch Betts. On deck for the dogs. If we get that far is Caden Garcia. Garcia officially 1-for-1 one one on the night after getting hit by pitch and walking. Next pitch to Enoch Betts is fouled off in the count 0-2. Excuse me, 1-2 to tonight's starting third baseman for Mohawk Valley. Dunlop looking to finish off what Ari Lee started. Lee only, only looking at three batters before heading off due to injury. 
And the one-two pitch to Enoch Betts is swung on and missed, and that will end the seventh, but not before a home run by Raihan Garcia gets him the cycle and breaks this game wide open for Mohawk Valley. We head to the eighth. Diamond Dogs leading six to two. It'll be the top of the order for Albany coming up here in the top of the eighth, and the Dutch are down six to two. Brandon Fan will come on for the eighth. Looking to finish off the Dutchman here in grand fashion. Action in the bullpen has stopped as Fan just trying to finish off what he started. I think manager Giacomo Parks has said you guys as long as you need. He's faced he's already faced the minimum. Only giving up the two earned runs, giving him eight strikeouts, only giving up the home run and a walk. Right now sitting at ninety-four pitches is Brandon Fan. He'll be Nelson Meller first. One for three on the night with a single and a fielder's choice. Also struck out back in the fifth. Here's the first pitch to him. It's a called strike in the count 0-1. So as we said, Mohawk Valley will be back here tomorrow night as they take on the Amsterdam Mohawks in their only trip to Veterans Memorial Park this season as Meller takes another called strike in the count 0-2. And, and Meller giving a deathly glare to the umpire. Umpire returning it right back. Look like. Makes no difference as the count is 0-2. Meller digs in at the plate with an 0-2 count. Nobody on here in the top of the 8th. The pitch from Fan is high in the air, deep to right field. Right fielder Sanford makes a beat on it, and that will be the first out of the inning for Albany. And now we're going to Jaden Booker. Booker 0 for 3 on the night. Top of the order for Albany is a combined 1 for 10. Hitting into three fielder's choices and a single. That single belonging to the previous batter, Nelson Meller. Booker lashes this one, lashes the first pitch he sees down the first baseline. First baseman Callie Gallagher cannot make a play on it. And that will be a single for Jane Booker. Now bring up Zaid Prosser. One of the top Trojans led the Pac-10 Conference in RBIs last season. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count 0-1. A lot of called strikes here tonight. And everybody just trying to
get on base, but strike zone hard to, excuse me, strike zone easy to come by. As this pitch is low for a ball. Prosser can bring the Dutchman right back into this game with one swing of the bat. As he has Jane Booker on first base. The pitch to him is high in the air. Deep to left. Wind looks like it's taking it. And yes, it's gone. A home run from Zaid Prosser. And it's a two-run shot. Diamond Dogs now lead by the score of 6-4 to four in that gap closing. Will that bring out Giacomo Parks? I, I wonder. As Brad Sawyer comes up to play, he already has a home run today. And it looks like Parks will stay right where he is. And see if Fan can finish off this inning. First pitch to Sawyer is swung on and missed for ball one. Oh, one pitch to Brad Sawyer is in the dirt for ball one. So the count now one and one to Brad Sawyer tonight starting third baseman for Mohawk Valley. Or excuse me, for Albany. <laughs> Already one for three on the night with a home run back in the fourth inning. The one one pitch is swung on and wrapped to the second baseman. That second baseman is Shahid Swan. He throws over to first. And that'll be the second out of the inning. Adam break for three on the night with three strikeouts. Looks to avoid the golden sombrero here. First pitch to him is a swinging strike. And the count 0-1. Not how you're how you want your designated hitter to do things, but desperate times call for desperate measures as it is the eighth and Albany down by two runs. Next pitch to him is a called strike this time in the count 0-2. Can Fan finish this thing off? O2 pitch swung on and missed. And that is strike three, and Fan has made it through eight. He gets up two runs, however, on the home run by Zaid Prosser. On two hits, no errors, and nobody left on. Diamond Dogs look to add some insurance in the bottom of the eighth. They lead six to four. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball.
Bottom of the eighth here in Mohawk Valley, Caden Garcia, Callie Gallagher, and Zion Sanders, the minimum three, four. Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the eighth, looking to add some insurance up six to four. Box score so far, Mohawk Valley, six runs on ten hits, two errors. Albany, four runs on six hits and just the one error. They'll face off against Bailey Dunlop for the second time. Dunlop coming in in relief of Ari Lee. Face three batters. None bigger than Ryan Sanford, who launched him into, launched Lee into orbit on a two-run shot that ended his day rather quickly. Right now, Garcia, as we said, one for one on the night officially. He's walked twice, got hit back in the fourth with a ball, and walked in the second. <coughs> yeah, is No outs here in the bottom of the eighth. Diamond Dogs leading by the score 6-4, looking to add some insurance. After going 2-1 in the third and fourth, and then 1-2 in the sixth and seventh. And looking to finish things off here at Veterans Memorial Park. Next pitch to King Garcia is a ball on the count 1-1. One one. One one count to Caden Garcia. Here's the pitch. That one is also low and inside for a ball. And the count now two and one. As we said, a two one count to Caden Garcia. The pitch is fouled off in the count now two and two. To the Mohawk Valley designated hitter. Designated hitter's not doing well tonight. Sammy Ridley getting the golden sombrero. Striking out swinging every single time. And Garcia only one for one. The pitch to him is swung on and missed. And there's one out here in the bottom half of the eighth. So Callie Gallagher now coming up to the plate. He's 0 for 2 on the night. Has a sacrifice fly to his name though. So he gets the RBI for that. And the first pitch to him is flown in the air to foul territory. Catcher making a play on it will make the catch. To record the second out with just one pitch. That'll bring up Zion Sanders. Sanders singling and doubling so far. Also got hit by a pitch back in the fourth. Three hit batsmen this day for Albany. Not a good day for their pitching core. Not a good day for their designated hitter either. First pitch is fouled off in the count 0-1. Oh, 
0-1 count to Zion Sanders. Here's the next pitch. It's outside for ball two. Catcher Joseph Kirby having to make a long stretch to get that one. The count was on deck if we get that far. Harvey Rojas, he's 0 for 4 on the night. Next pitch to Sanders, and that will not happen. This one is bounced over to second base. Second baseman throw over to first, and that will end the eighth for Mohawk Valley. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. Last chance for the Dutchman in the top of the ninth. They're up six to four. Excuse me, they're down six to four. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Last chance for the Dutchman here in the top of the ninth. They trail 6-4. It'll be Baron, Kirby, and Corbett. The minimum 3-4 Albany here in the top of the ninth. Brandon Fan coming out to finish things off. Looking to grab the complete game. Oh no, I'm sorry. Brandon Fan is now not out there. New pitcher on the mound for Mohawk Valley is number 33, Kunal Delgado. And of course, we will have a line on him in just a second. But Delgado will come out and finish things off for Mohawk Valley here in the ninth. Let's get a Line on Brandon Fan. Fan went eight innings, giving up four runs, all of them earned. Six hits and gave up two home runs, just one walk and hit a batsman. But nine strikeouts in a solid game for Brandon Fan. So Delgado will face Baron Corbett and Jennings to finish things off. Here, first pitch to Keem Barron is fouled off in the count 0-1. count to tonight's starting second baseman for Albany. The pitch to him is swung on and hit in the air to left. Going back to the track, the wall is Zion Sanders. It will fly over the wall. And the Dutchman now down by one. So a nice home run by King Barron that seemed to fall with the wind. And now Mohawk Valley only leads by the score of six to five. So not a good start for Cronel Delgado. As he now faces Joseph Kirby. Kirby won for three on the night. Takes the first pitch for a called strike in the count 0-1. Dogs four-game winning streak in a little bit of jeopardy here. As another run could force a bottom of the ninth for the first time this season. Next pitch is fouled off in the count quickly. 0-2 to Joseph Kirby. 
Next pitch to Kirby is a ball on the count one and two. One two count to Joseph Kirby. Here's the pitch. It's bounced over to second base. Second baseman throws over to first in time for the first out. And that'll bring up Ahmad Corbett. Corbett one for two on the night with a fielder's choice. Also got hit by a pitch and singled back in the second. First pitch to him. Swung on and popped into foul territory. Callan Regan will have no problems with this one. And that's the second out. So Albany, after a great start, now down to their final out. Now bring up Sunil Jennings. Jennings 0 for 2 on the night. Grounded out into a double play back in the 7th. And takes the first pitch for a called strike in the count 0-1. Dutchman clawing for everything they've got, everything they need so far. They get one run back on the home run by Keen Barron. And right now trail six to five with nobody on and two outs here in the top of the ninth. Next pitch to Jennings is a foul ball on the count 0 and 1. Or excuse me, 0 and 2. The pitch from Delgado to Jennings is hit in the gap. In the left field, and that'll be a single for Jennings. And the tying run on base for the Dutchman. That'll bring up Nelson Meller. Meller won for four on the night, singled all the way back in the first. And it's only got in base once since. First pitch to him is fouled off, and the count 0-1. Meller representing the go-ahead run for the Dutchman. As they look to claw back from a 6-5 lead. Or 6-5 deficit, excuse me. Next pitch to Meller is a foul ball. Into the grandstand. And the count 0-2. So the Dutchman down to their final strike. Delgado shakes off a couple signals. Now gets one he wants. And here is the pitch. It's popped into foul territory once again. This time third baseman Enoch Betts is right under it and that is the ball game final score from little falls it's mohawk valley six runs on 10 hits and two errors and the albany dutchman five runs on eight hits and just one error So Mohawk Valley extends their winning streak now to four games. I'll give Brandon Fan the victory there. TJ Stout will pick up the loss and we'll give Kunal Delgado the save for Mohawk Valley. And the Dutchman will now drop three losses on the young season. They'll head off to Damascus Field tomorrow to take on the Oneana Outlaws. And we'll be sure you'll be back here tomorrow night as your Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs take on the Amsterdam Mohawks. And we'll be here to give you all the pitch-by-pitch -pitch action. But for right now, the final score here in Little Falls, it's Mohawk Valley 6, 
and the Albany Dutchman 5. For the entire Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs family, this is Josh McMullen saying good night and we'll see you tomorrow night.